Talk about this game and the makeup of your team. We have to talk about the news. Mark Jackson fined $25,000. Were you guys expecting something from the league office today? Well, Jim, the league is uh, entitled to interpret things as they wish. That's, that's uh, something that's going on and will continue to go on. And uh, it's the playoffs. So you're going to see a lot of rhetoric from both sides. Uh, the thing I like about the NBA playoffs is it's seven games. And uh, usually in the course of seven games, the best team wins. So it, we get to settle it on the floor. That's what I like. You're hoping for six games, not seven games. Well, though, you know right? what? Yeah, you're right. We yeah. are hoping for six. Six <laughs> would be better than seven. A six-game sure. series sounds that pretty good fun. right about now. That Let's continue fun. on the comments, though. What was Mark Jackson trying to do in making these comments? What was the angle he was looking for? Well, look, this, my, in my opinion, I would imagine to protect his players. I think that's what any coach would do, and, and most coaches do do. So how, how each coach designs uh, to do that is... is, is is their own way of doing it, in, in, independent of anybody else. But look, Mark has done a great job for us this year. And the thing I like about what he's done is he's, he's got the players believing in him. And he's got players like Steph Curry coming into his own, Clay Thompson, Harrison Barnes, Festus Azili, Bogut playing well. And he's done a masterful job of letting those guys play with confidence. So if, if you ask me my opinion, he's got the back of his, his players, which is important. And players learn that, they know that, and they want to go out and try to finish the job. I want to know from you, though, when you look at this team, are they ready to do something like that? Are they, do they, did they learn what it takes to close out a first-round series? Well, what, what time is it? Six hours, five hours, to go. Right? Yeah. right? There you go. Yeah. So, look, this is, to be frank, uncharted territory for, for a lot of the players on our team. Um, it's a great experience. It's a great experience so far, um, saying we made the playoffs with a rookie and Harrison Barnes starting as Ely playing big minutes, Draymond Green. Uh, Curry, for, for example, coming into his own. It's been a lot of fun and a, and a lot of great experience for us. But yes, closing out games is a big part of growth for any team. And we have an opportunity to do that tonight. It's sitting there for us, uh, but players got to play. And so hopefully they uh, are up to the task. I think they are. But it's, 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 a, it's a defining moment for, for a young group. But I think there are many more to come. I don't think this is it for this team going forward for the next three, four, five years. Uh, this is a great, a great test for this young team. Bob, how much more physical did you see Game 5 versus the other four games that were played in this series? Was it was it noticeably different in Game 5 when the Nuggets had their backs against the wall? It's funny, Jim. I was talking to somebody on the way over about that question. I mean, is this more physical? And you go back, and you, you've probably watched NBA basketball. Go back to Kurt Rambis clotheslining somebody. Yeah, that was a different I era, mean, Dennis right? Lam I mean, excuse me, Bill Lambeer would have not made it out of the first quarter in the Detroit Bulls series. So... It's officiated a different way. Are the playoffs physical? Absolutely. And, and, and just like the NCAA tournament in college, they call it a little looser. It's not as called as tight. So we expected it. Denver expected it. Denver's done it all year. It's a great series. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun as, as a spectator, although I'm, I'm invested in it more than most. But uh, it's physical, and that's what you like to see. So if it's physical, how are your plays be players being affected by it? Did you see Steph Curry change as a player between games two, three, and four to what he was able to do or doing in game five? I didn't really, personally. I felt like uh, there's moments where Steph has been great. There's moments where every player in the series has been more successful as, as to others. You play a team five times, and you get used to each other. You get used to each other's tendencies. You have to make adjustments, things like that. So I, I've seen, I can tell you, Denver players have done great in moments, as has ours. Had different guys step up. Um, it's a big opportunity tonight to see, see what we can do. There's a difference between targeting a guy and targeting a guy to hurt him. Steph Curry clearly has a bullseye on him because he's the most important player in the series. Did you get a sense the Nuggets are trying to hurt him or just hit well, him? You know what? I think, to me, it's a sign of respect to hear that you're being targeted, so to speak. And I say that very loosely. Targeted meaning when you do a scouting report, 
Usually the best teams or the opposing team's best player is written first. We got to stop X player. I imagine Curry's the first guy on their board, and, and it's a distant second for, for them. So as a player, if you were to ask me as a general manager of this team, would I be pleased with the fact that we're in a first-round dogfight playoff series and Steph Curry has become the player that he has and has become, quote-unquote, target for the respect and attention of the opponent? That's great. And he's going to have to work through it, and he is. But what a great experience for a guy coming into his own to have all the attention of an opposing team who is very good, third seed in the West, thrown at him. I think, I think it's great. Is part of the motivation for Mark Jackson making some of these comments, I'm going to start with one area. Is it to increase Steph Curry's awareness? Is it to amp him up maybe just a little bit more in preparation for what's going to get thrown at him tonight? You know, Jim, that's a, that's a fair question. It's one I would maybe ask him because we hired Mark and we envisioned him in the role that he's been as a leader. He's a great motivator, much better better than uh, than a lot of people walking around. So he did it when he was a player. He's doing it when he's a coach. He pushes different buttons. He, he subs guys in and out based on what he thinks makes the most sense. He says things based on what he thinks make the most sense. So we back him as an organization. He's done a great job so far. So I would imagine whatever he's saying, there's a motive behind it. And, and hopefully the players receive the message. And, Bob, we talk about closing out series because it is much different than just winning a regular season game. It's finishing off a team and looking forward to another seven-game series. But for this Golden State Warriors team, is Mark Jackson making comments to take the pressure and focus off of them put it onto him and let them play basketball. Let them focus yeah. on basketball. Let him worry about yeah. the, uh, the war yeah. of the words that goes. You know what? That, that would be a nice, that would, that's a good angle. I mean, imagine that that has to be part Should of the Should I just game. get Mark out yeah, here? I mean, I'm <laughs> asking you questions. You say, ask him. I'm going to get Mark out here. You know what? Look, I'm sure all the things you're saying are things that have went through his mind. Um, take the pressure off. Get the attention on him. Uh, back his players. All those different types of things. But, uh, Look, I, he's a smart guy, so whatever he's doing, I think it's been thought out. He's, he's, he's a great speaker. He's a great motivator. So I think when he does say the things he says, there's an intent behind him. All right, Steph did come back near the court after the last game. He started to go to the tunnel, came back to talk to a fan. Does anyone know what went on there? Is the league investigating that at all? I haven't heard anything. Aware? I mean, usually in a situation like that, you know, Steph is a pretty mild-mannered guy. And I've said this before, one of the best people I've ever been around. And I've worked in the NBA, not in the front office, but as an agent and been around the league for 15 years. I would say he's arguably the best, if not, you know, top five people you'd meet in the league. So for him to even glance back, I imagine something was said that he didn't like. But, um, you know, he, he's, a, he's a great character guy, and I think the league probably knows that. This is a guy that uh, if he did turn around, something must have been pretty, pretty insulting for him to do it. Let's move forward and start talking about this team, because during the course of this interview, you start talking about young guys on the floor who have helped you. You've got three rookies playing in a first-round playoff series and really having an effect on the series. But when did you realize, as a guy who helps put the team together, that you had three guys who you were comfortable with in big game circumstances? Well, Jim, we work hard as an organization, um, all the way from ownership down, because we, we are thankful enough to have an owner that he, he's, he's, he's watching the workouts. He was watching Draymond Green, uh, watching Festus Azili in our gym, and he flew to New York with myself and Kirk uh, Lakeup to see Harrison Barnes work out. So we always kind of targeted those guys because we felt like they embodied the traits we wanted with this team. Size, for one, toughness, uh, mental toughness, work ethic, all those things. So. When we drafted those guys and were fortunate enough to have them up on the board when we picked, we thought they could be contributors much earlier than some, some, some other players. I mean, they were not drafted necessarily on potential. We thought these guys could step in and play. Now, did we envision them playing in the playoffs and being as impactful as they are? That would have been a hope. I don't know that that was a reality at the time, but uh, you've seen the growth of Harrison Barnes in this playoff series. You've seen Festus Azili, and you've seen Draymond Green you know, be very effective in games. So as, as the general manager of the organization, as a front office, 
that's exciting for us because these players are very early in their NBA careers and to see them playing meaningful minutes, that's a lot better than having a 15-year vet out there that's, that's expiring or at the end of his deal, the end of his, his career doing it. So we're, we're pretty excited about it. Andrew Bogut didn't uh, have an effect on the game in the second half of the game in Denver in game five. You, can you live with that again? Must you get, you got to get four quarters out of that guy. Well, I think, right? you know, Andrew's, he won't say it. I mean, he's been asked 20 different ways how you feel. And it, 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 I've said this four or five times. He, it's going to take him a full off season to get back to where he was. So he's gutting it out right now. Uh, there's moments where I'm sure he's uh, in more pain than others, but he won't tell you that. He didn't tell me that. That's just me speaking from uh, my perspective. But yeah, we need Bogut. We need his presence. And uh, we expect him to be out there and have an impact on the game. All right, I'm short on time. You win this game tonight. Let's look ahead. Does that put you on? <laughs> I'm not allowed to look ahead. I know, I know. Does that put you on schedule, ahead of schedule, maybe scarily ahead of schedule of where you guys think you should be as an organization? Well, you're not going to like my answer. But winning and losing, the results of uh, what happens is, is important as to how we evaluate our season. But to me... Where are we going? How did our players develop? Um, how did our coaches and player personnel and uh, player development, how did they develop our young players? How did we mesh together? Uh, what, what, you saw Steph Curry develop. I mean, who's going to be our leader going forward? Things like that are, are very important. But like, we, don't put, we don't define a successful season or not. And, and obviously, if we make it to the next round, that would be fantastic. But for us, it's the process that's more important. Um, and getting to a point, Jim, where we're in the conversation to win a championship. That's the goal of this team, to be considered a team that has the tools and ability to win a championship. That's our goal. Before the uh, $25,000 fine to Mark Jackson, I was going to open the interview and say, you nervous? So I'll finish it. You nervous? You know what? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, to be honest. But I can't. I wish I could do something about the game. <laughs> I can't did. do anything. Yeah, I mean, if I didn't. If I, I mean, it's hard, Jim, because you can't help but care too much. But that's why you do it. That's why you love doing what you do. Because I was telling somebody today, it's not boring. Every day is exciting. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I hope we can go and get the job done. They're in a position to win it. That's all you can hope for. General Manager Bob Myers, thanks for joining us here on Chronicle Live. Good Thanks, luck. Jim. All Thank right, you. we'll have you on more. Let's go continue because we've got a full night of coverage. It all begins here with Chronicle Live. We'll be here till 6. Then one full hour of coverage on Sportsnet Central. We've got David Feldman in the building. we got Ahmed Fareed back in the studio. Then at 7 o'clock, Warriors pregame live. They'll tip it at 7.30. And then Warriors postgame live after the